ladies. Gentlemen. Looks like the work of a ghost. Let's start by ruling out ghosts. the Halloween 365 podcast where it's horror 24 7 and Halloween 365 and that's not the time on your watch that's just (laughs) I don't know what I was gonna do with that I I was gonna go somewhere and then I lost it so (laughs) it's been a long week boys it's been a long week long week and even longer road trip it is. We're still on the road, the road to Halloween, the road to fall, and along the way, we're making a few stops, so you got to get ready for those. Yeah. We're heading into that pretty pretty close. Oh. We're pretty close to the summer. We're inching summer toward adventure. the summer, yes, which, which... So we're getting there. Like Chad said, if anybody is curious on um, what we're going to be doing uh, for the summer, if you haven't heard in the past episodes... We're planning a summer of uh, adventure and mystery, which is going to be us talking more along the lines of um, international historical uh, mysteries and uh, things that are spooky in that realm. Yeah, so if you don't have anything to do this summer and you're just kind of stuck, don't know whether to uh, scratch your watch or wind your ass, don't do either. Listen to us. (laughs) <laughs> i i love that analogy i've always loved it uh, but before we get started boys before we get started i just want to say congratulations to each and every one of us because we made it we're at episode 50 we've we made it we did to episode it. 50 we did it i didn't think we could do it but here we are and my headphones are falling off everybody's <laughs> consistently cheering for losing their shit. consistently Woo! have done it ladies and gentlemen go back and take a look because we've not missed an episode we might have been off oh. on release date but we've not missed an episode it's a consistent 50 baby and you see all these other podcasts stopping for the season we're not we're not gonna let you down we're here for the long haul we we have kept going through and through. Babies are in the rafters. They love us. They oh, love yeah. us here. They love us. I wonder how many corny references we can get in on this show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're here, man. We made it to fifty, and I, I'm, I'm so happy we did it. I'm proud of us. Same. It's, you know, doing this podcast has been a labor of love for all of us. You know, we haven't made a cent off of this thing. We just love talking about Halloween. <laughs> I guess we're in the hole, technically. If <laughs> well, technically we are. If you want to get... Yeah, we're, we're in the negative by now. So, um, But <laughs> yeah. we have changed yeah. a lot from episode one, which, funny enough, anybody out there, episode one, um, arguably, because we didn't really have a great handle on what we were doing arguably was one of the worst in my opinion i mean the content was great but their sound levels were off shit was everywhere um but that is our most viewed episode and now here we are 49 episodes later still trucking and we've changed quite a bit changed the format changed the logo uh our music's been changed so many times 
But there's been one thing that has stayed extremely consistent on this podcast, and that is the fact that we are always Horror 24-7 and Halloween 365. That is correct. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, And you know, I would say that even goes for the first 10 to 20 episodes. (laughs) I feel like, you know, we we were trying to figure out what we were. Uh, we knew what we wanted to be, mm-hmm. and we're still evolving. We're still changing. We're on new platforms. Yeah. As of last week, um, we can now actually upload to Spotify as not only audio format but also video format. Um, we're still going to be uploading to YouTube, I would assume. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Would, would you say that's safe to say? Yeah. So we're still doing that, but we're going to be also doing it on Spotify as well. We've so, we've expanded. Uh, it was it yeah. was Anchor and Spotify. Now we're Anchor, Spotify, Sp- Spotter, Spotify, Spotify. 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 <laughs> Spotify. You wait, don't that old Spotify. <laughs> okay, sorry, retention. Uh, so everybody, fiftieth episode. We started out on only Anchor. Then we went from Anchor to Spotify, from Anchor to Spotify to Pocket Cast to Radio Public to Amazon Music to Audible, uh, from Instagram to Twitter to every now and then there's TikToks. I think Jeremy, no, Chad, old Jawbreaker hey, Bravo hey, does some stuff. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think Chad's I don't know. the only. I've been everywhere, man. But now, you know what though? I don't even post so. So said they're coming. He, he just coming. uses the editor. Oh, we're on, I, uh, yeah, we're I on, literally um, just used the editor. <laughs> are we on Apple Podcast? Uh no. Uh no. That is, we're I'm I'm working on it. It's that. in the works. We're we're discussing <laughs> and looking and the thing is is that if you have to pay f- to be on Apple Podcast, we, even though we know oh, it would help. If that's the case then uh, I'm not sure. But See, I, I don't know. I don't know that. We're, we're, well, we I don't know for sure, but I think you have to. We'll get into that. Yeah, later, yeah, yeah. But I think we don't need a, to discuss plans. But we've expanded yeah. a lot. Big, uh, fuck you, Apple. Sorry. <laughs> we are on every major except for Apple podcast streaming network. You can find us everywhere, including YouTube. Um, there has been discussion of m- a test of merch. So if you are an, a listener, please. Bear with us. Stay tuned. We're moving cautiously because we want to see what kind of audience we actually retain. And you, you know what? Um, the one of the beautiful things about Spotify Video, and I, I don't mean to, to, to retention here, but um, one of the beautiful things about Spotify Video is it actually lets us interact with you people more. Uh, upon uploading, it actually gives me the option to create questions and or just comments in general. So or polls. So I I'm gonna do a poll with this episode. Okay. So be sure to go down into this thing. I want to know how many of you people out there who do consistently listen would be interested in purchasing a t-shirt, a candle. Yeah, it's I don't know. We've, something. We've got a stickers. We've got a range right here, and I'll I'll read this off unless the fellas throw something else in between now and October. Because if we do merch, we thought that October would be the perfect time. So not just October, but it would be the spooky season. So we're talking September 1st until the end of October where you could grab whatever merch we put out. But the options quickly that were discussed that seem more feasible to us is uh, a shirt uh, with a, a design that we all agree on and maybe that be a short sleeve and long sleeve you get to choose. Um, we've also mentioned a hat since all of us 
really dig hats. It would be uh, a beanie hat, something like that. Um, you could do the general coffee mug. Uh, the only other thing that was thrown out that uh, had my attention um, as much as the rest of them was the plush that we can have made after our logo. So we, if we did that, it would be kind of like uh, our Pumpkin Man logo that we've currently got. Or something else that we find along the way. So, if any of those sound appealing old to you, Sam, yeah, old 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 Salwin, <laughs> we'll call him Salwin. We'll call was him Salwin. But globe it, still an idea or globe? Uh, I'll circle back to that one. Okay, uh, potential if, snow globe. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, if we'll, anything we'll like that, that, that sounds is... appealing to anybody that's watching the video or listening, uh, if you can comment. Let us know. Uh, Chad's gonna do a poll, yeah. so I guess we'll we'll find out. But this is the fiftieth, boys. Happy fiftieth! Glad that you guys uh, Happy made it. Happy fiftieth, fellas. Um, so, without further ado, let's get some quick H three six five news, Halloween news, all the things that's popped up recently in the past week. And I'm gonna run through this. I'm gonna hit the high points because we don't need to hear about the smaller stuff. It's just the stuff that I feel like that the audience is interested in hearing. Um, so, right off the bat, I just wanted to read off the fact that What We Do in the Shadows Season 4 uh, is being teased with a lot new, uh, a lot more new guest stars and more monsters that they're going to add into it, as well as Baby Colin. Um, if anybody's into that show, which I personally like, I think Chad liked the movie better, the original movie. Mm-hmm. But I did like the movie a lot. Um, I was pretty excited to see that that's coming back. Also, Netflix is planning to premiere Tim Burton's series Wednesday this coming fall. So Wednesday is his Adams Family series that Netflix is letting him run off with and um, do. Interested in seeing how that's going to go? Oh, very, very. Uh, is this the same series that Louis Guzman is playing, <laughs> Gomez yes. Adams? I'll, that's the so, main thing I'm wondering. Was there two? Because there's two in the works, correct? Or am I? Tripping? I thought I, I don't know. That's animated. where I'm confused. Yeah, I think the other one might maybe, be animated. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Louis Guzman. This is the same guy that was showing his cock and balls on the uh, the movie Waiting. Yeah. He also played. I don't know. He played. Yet. He played Jacopo in. Uh, uh, oh my God! What is that movie? Oh, The Count of Monte Cristo. He was Jacopo. His, yeah, that's a good movie, dude. That's a good movie. Yeah, One of my favorites. Ooh, I haven't heard that in years. I love it. I don't care. The old, the original Count of Monte Cristo. Good movie. Good movie. Anyways, moving on into the news. Um, just something kind of small for all you Funko Pop collectors out there. Last week we talked about the Michael Myers and the other Glow in the Dark Horror Edition Funko Pops that are being released here soon that are exclusive. Another one that is an Entertainment Earth exclusive, is going to be the Beetlejuice sound, Sandworm Groundbreaker Pop Figures. So, uh, it's just the Sandworm, and it's him coming out of the sand and going into the sand, and then his head's peeking out, so he's doing the whole uh, wave thing. Um, that has been... It's going to be coming to Spirit of Halloween uh, this year. And it's nice. Nice. It's an exclusive. Also... Um, we actually have more information on the Spirit of Halloween new 
uh, movie that's coming out. More stuff has been released, and actually the first image uh, was released. And real quick, while I've got the chance, because I can talk about it, but I'm going to show the boys real quick here. If you guys want to look at that link, you can see it's just a small image, but it is our boy Christopher Lloyd. Okay. Oh, shit. So he is. I'll, I'll try to put this in. Yeah. We'll look at him. Yeah. So this is from the movie? Yeah, this is from the movie. So uh, they're, as we've talked about several times, they're taking their store to the big screen. Uh, and. Christopher Lloyd reportedly plays a wealthy land developer named Alec Windsor who disappeared without a trace decades ago on Halloween night and ever since his cursed spirit is said to haunt the town each year on October 31st for one hour. Um, Why does this chick look like Natalie Portman? Kinda. She does. Doesn't she? Um, In a am sense. I crazy? Yeah. She plays a character named Sue. Uh, who was recently remarried after her husband passed away. And when a Spirit of Halloween store pops up in an abandoned strip mall, Sue's teenage son, Jake, and his friends decide to spend the night there for a dare, but they get way more than they bargained for. As Christopher Lloyd races in in the time machine and says, Get the hell out of my store! <laughs> no, that's not it. But, um, yeah, you guys can look up the images. There's been three or four different images kind of of the cast, um, courtesy of Scary Fun LLC and uh, Strike Back Studios. They have dropped a couple of images, which uh, it's good to see Christopher Lloyd back into it. I don't know if the movie's going to be yeah. worth a damn, but I'm probably going to watch it just because, for the same reason that I watch Hubie Halloween. Uh, I'm looking for that nostalgia. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, moving on, last piece of the H365 news is Tommy Lee Wallace is writing a definitive Halloween 3 book. Season of the Witch book. This year is the 40th anniversary of Season of the Witch, um, which is easily the most controversial and device entry into the Halloween movie franchise. And I'd say that you guys would probably agree. It could, yeah. it could stand on its own. <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was part of so. anything. It was just a thing that should have stood on its own, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. They they should have just called it Season of the Witch. For real? Oh yeah, absolutely. And then I would have been down for a Season of the Witch two, three. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm not taking anything away from Season of. I, it's good. I own it. I love it. Yeah, same here. It's a. Yeah. Uh, I gotta watch it every Halloween. I watch. Yeah. It, so. Yeah, and. The, just real quick to people that don't know why that was even there. They wanted to make it an, antho an anthology. Don't know mm -hmm. what that is? Look it up, people. Well. It didn't go well. Yeah. Essentially. But <laughs> it has become a cult classic in horror film lovers' uh, world. So anybody that actually enjoys horror films and knows and likes those old horror films, Season of the Witch is somewhere in there because it was so out of place, but it, it had its, the structure to be its own thing. And because of that, on its 40th anniversary, to celebrate the milestone, the film's recent reevaluation, and finally, it has been embraced by fans as a cult classic. Uh, the writer and director, Tommy Lee Wallace, is currently writing a book to be released this coming fall titled Halloween 3 Where the Hell is Michael Myers? The Definitive History of Horrors from the Most Misunderstood Film. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'll That'll check it out. 
Exactly, that'll be one to check out. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of neat. Actually, you can see the full interview um, with Tommy Lee Wallace. He was on a recent YouTube episode of The Thing with Two Heads. Uh, so if you guys want to go over there and listen to him, you can find it there. And he talks a little bit more about the book and kind of uh, what he's going to be writing about in the book or what he has wrote about in the book. But be expecting that to be released this fall. And that, cool. my friends, is the H365 News. Ew. Well, boys, I just wanted to say this, you know... <sighs> We are celebrating the big five zero here at the podcast, mm. the big 50. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I, there was a slim part of me that, that made me question my mortality just because of the fact that I can't believe it's gone by so fast. Ugh. And, and because of that, it, it made me raise the question, what do you boys think happens to us when we die? Mm. This is our search for the afterlife, know, huh? That that that's this is this is going right in, and I, I'm just curious. I'm just curious what your opinions are. Okay, because and and I'm shooting from the hip with this one. I'm not doing any crazy research on it. I just want to get everyone's raw emotional answer. Let me give you, and then you guys can kind of go off of that. Take you back off. Yeah, that. let me give you. Whenever, a long time ago, I didn't give it much thought. You hear a lot of things about, you know, a lot of different religions. You're going to go to a heaven. You're going to go to a hell. You can be reincarnated, so on and so forth. But, um, as anybody that has listened to the podcast knows, I am a fan of Expedition Unknown. I don't believe everything uh, that is said on Expedition Unknown to be 100% fact. But, there was the Search for the Afterlife episode... Where he did something that, to me, I had questioned before. Like, why not? Why have all these questions? Why not just ask people that have died and came back? So he does that. And he doesn't just do random Joe Schmoes. He has, like, a brain surgeon, a cardiologist, a psychiatrist, and all these people have died for 30 minutes or longer and were brought back to life. Um, and he interviewed all of them and every single one of them had high points that they all agreed on and said that it happened exactly like what they said, which the things that they all agreed on was when they died, they could see their self. They saw their body like they were above their self. And they said that when they saw their body, they knew what it was. Like they, you know how you talk to yourself in your head. They automatically said, "Oh, that's that's yeah. me." <clears throat> but the other thing that they all said happened was, every single one of them had an overwhelming um, flow of happiness, where they had no worry. They saw their body. They saw the people there. They saw people crying, so on and so forth, and they didn't care. And they all said that they there was a bright light, but the bright light led them to a plane uh, where there were other souls, let's say souls, where they could see people everywhere. And 
they said that whenever they came into this place, that they had an automatic knowledge. Like, for instance, this one woman says that a person's talking to her, and that person, she said she automatically knew when she saw them that they had been here for a really long time. That they kind of tell, talk and direct people that are passing through. And one thing that was strange to me about the things that all these people said that happened is they did not want to go back. They had no intention of it. They knew where they were at or what was going on. Uh, another thing that piqued my interest was the fact that several of them, whenever they died, they looked down at their body. One guy in particular, he got struck by lightning in a phone booth, and he could see his body, and he said the first words that left my mouth when I saw my body was, holy shit, I'm dead. So he cursed, and he still went to this plane. Um, but one thing that they all said they had in common was that the, that whoever they were speaking to was talking to them about the fact that they always tend to go back, meaning that we that they have died several times and lived several lives, and they ch have a choice of staying or going back and being, I guess, reincarnated. Um, and the other thing was that some people were being told that it's not your time. You still have this, this, and this to do. Um, one specific woman, that's what she was told. She was in the Amazon actually kayaking, and she went over a waterfall, and she flipped over, and it trapped her for 40 minutes where she drowned, and she died. And she was the one that is the brain uh, surgeon. And she was dead, and uh, she was in this place, and she didn't want to go back, even though she knew she had kids and so on and so forth. And the, the person that she was talking to told her that she had to go back. She had a lot more to do, but she would suffer great tragedy when her son, son turned 18 that he would die. And she knew that, and her, when she went back, she was brought back to life. She, as her son got older... She had told him this story several times before, and um, whenever he was 18, he had graduated and started driving, and he died in a car crash. Um, another man, the man that was struck in the phone booth, he came back, and he said after he was brought back to life, um, he had a tune in his head that he couldn't get out and so he learned how to play piano and it's called if i'm not mistaken i think it's called the lightning strike sonata that he plays it's an original thing and he said that it was playing all throughout this plane that he was in whenever he died that you could hear it everywhere almost like if it was over a loudspeaker but every single one of them said on this plane that you can see people People that you know, people that you've seen pass you by on the street that have passed away. Uh, you can see people that you just know had passed away a long time ago. Um, and so with that being said, that episode of Expedition Unknown has hit something in me. And now I'm essentially believing, why not listen to the people who died and came back to life? Rather than all these religious people. Somebody that's already done it, 
if they've all got a consistent story and a lot of points meet up, why should I listen to these books whenever I'm listening to somebody that died? That's my piece. I, that was deep. That yeah. was deep. <laughs> I, I liked it. If you were a pastor, you would have just won me over. Germ, <laughs> talk to me. Um, what do you think? What do you think happens? I mean, that is something to kind of take into play. It's like, well, you know, they've done it. They've been there. Um, But I guess what I think happens also could kind of tie into that since you're like, oh, well, you know, these people are talking to you and they're like, um, is, can y'all hear me? Okay, he's doing something. I thought I didn't know if he's signaling me or not, but okay. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so, reincarnation. I believe because it is proven that our souls are, or at least the closest thing to being able to get pro uh, proven to us by scientists is, you know, our souls are energy. You, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's got to go somewhere. I 100% uh, believe in reincarnation. Real quick. Expedition Unknown episode, that exact same one. They talked to a doctor in New York, actually, who has switched his whole practice to specializing in studying people who are on the brink of death. And one thing that he has found out is that after brain activity is gone, um, which is what he's calling the consciousness, he said that that can last up to hours after you're dead. And there's a weird video that he had taken because he's taking pictures and he's studying brain waves while this is happening. And when somebody passes, actually the moment of passing, because it's constantly taking pictures, you see like a wisp coming up out of the head. Uh, yeah. They've got a picture of it. Doesn't really prove anything because you know he's a doctor and he's trying to find more definitive proof. But he's saying that we definitely have a consciousness, is what the scientific term would be. Soul would be what everybody else refers to it as. Uh, but it's there, and he he says that he thinks he's got enough proof to prove that we definitely have a consciousness, and it definitely leaves the body and goes up. But to where, like Jeremy said, we don't know. I, I think, yeah. Whether it be getting reincarnated back on this Earth, another planet, another galaxy, um, if time really is just something that's going all at once, and like, so what if our soul goes, whoop, oh, and then we go back in time? That one's a little too far fetched, maybe, but I definitely do believe we go somewhere and we come back as something. When it comes to the afterlife, I don't think anything's too far fetched. Um,. I mean, you could calculate time travel. You know, you can talk, calculate gods. You know, you, you can calculate reincarnation, uh, energy, whatever you want to say. Hell, you know, you can even put nothing happens into that mix. It's just all black at that point. I, I'm not the type of person that wants to believe that when we die, it's just that. It's black. I don't think that that's the case. Um, I, I don't feel like something like the human body you know we don't even understand like so for the human eye for example it's so technologically advanced that not even the finest watchmakers out there can make head or tail of it because it's just so complicated 
it's got millions of moving pieces and, and you can't replicate it Th that to me i'm not saying that's proof of a higher being but i'm saying it makes us unique and i think that because we're so unique there is something has to happen you know like i'm not saying we're the end all be all mm -hmm. but we're definitely we're definitely in that category of unique right and i i, I don't think that it, it just ends yeah i so without diving too deep i agree i don't think it just yeah. ends yeah. um i don't and maybe this will come back to bite me i'll let y'all know if it does but I don't think that... Uh, we'll do a seance. Yeah, no, I don't think that um, these negative places, like hell, for instance, I don't think... I think that that was a scare tactic that was placed and in, implemented into a lot of places. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that I don't think that there are evil spirits because, you know, you find poltergeists, things like that. If you believe in ghost hunting and stuff like that, I mean, that could just be... A spirit that's negative energy. Yeah, that's had a negative uh, outlook the entire time, and it's just manifested over the years, and eventually grown to be um, evil uh, and stronger. But you know, I don't know if I necessarily believe. I'm just really fix it, fixated on the fact that uh, this plane that these people died and saw would be what everybody else in all the religions like to describe as the uh, the heaven or the um, Shangri-La or um, Valhalla. Valhalla yeah I think that it's it's essentially that you know being able to see everybody and the overwhelming amount of happiness that they all described was something else that a lot of people speak on and to me it just seems that what the bigger picture is that everybody needs to look at is not the differences between all the different religions and what they say happens when you die, but I would look at the fact that there's a lot of parts that match in all of these different religions, and I feel like the, the answer lies somewhere where all the things that are alike in all the different religions, because if... These religions have been existing and they didn't know about each other for a while and they all have parts that seem to match. There's something about that. And so I think that something definitely designed things. I don't know what, but um, the shit's really intricate for it to just be a big bang. You know what I'm saying? Like... Do you, there's there's so many meticulous things. Yeah, I don't think a Big Bang decided the, that... I mean, <laughs> like, the way that you're going to need this organ and this organ and this one's going to function this way and, you know what I mean? Like, and the way yeah, that animals' yeah. legs bend and stuff. Like, if you were to just draw, you wouldn't think that a dog's leg should bend inward. You know, you would... Yeah, yeah, you're going to... Something designed there, stuff there's... with a really nice brush, whether it be God, whether it be alien, whether it be ancient gods, what, whatever. I don't care. There's um something. Oh, I'm sorry. There's there's a, a famous artist. I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but he had never seen a horse, right? 
He had never seen one. And he would always, people would say, hey, can you draw what you think that this might look like? He was pretty damn close, <laughs> but it wasn't accurate. Yeah, it's the intricacies that I'm like he, how you said that the eyes got so many different things about it, you know, so many different moving parts. Yeah. We've got so many different things that if we didn't have one of them, the whole thing's thrown off. And then the brain is a complete mystery in itself. Um, that's a whole nother thing that phenomenal. we can't even get close to figuring out. So oh, yeah. something was very meticulous about designing everything. It sounds kind of creepy that something would be so omnipotent to have power like that, but I just it find I find it hard to believe no matter what religion that you believe that uh a big bang was like putting intestines and shit and making sure that your legs are going to bend the right way and your eyes are you know what I mean something's off about that but as far as the afterlife goes I just really think that as long as you're not a piece of shit human being that I think that you're going to be okay and then if we do get the chance to come back you know that would be kind of cool round two what kind of real quick since we've all and this is a question for you guys to answer um if that is the case, let's say that we die and we go to this plane like these other people and you see everybody around and all these memories start flooding back to you, like your past lives. Like maybe that's the thing. You Maybe your deja vu really is your past lives. Just get, You're hitting it in spurts and you can't connect it to anything. And then whenever you finally go to this plane, you're flooded with every life that you had. You as a colonist, you as a on a whaling ship, you in the Mediterranean, you know, whatever. So let's say that you two die and you hit this plane, all this stuff floods back to you. And all your past love lives, if you had children, weird, I mean like mind-blowing, just like... Pfft. Are you guys going to choose to come back, or are you going to choose to stay? Because apparently the feeling is 110% happiness. They have no worries. They know everything. They're cognizant about everything that's going on. They can see the people. They see their family. They see the grieving whenever they were leaving Earth and coming up. But they didn't care. They were so happy. So would you stay, or would you come back and do it again? The catch to it is, though, apparently, if it's real is that when you come back, you're not going to remember it until you die again. Yeah. So you can't really correct anything that... You can't redo anything that you made mistakes on your past life. You just got to kind of hope that you don't do it over again. Well, so, I mean, you want to mention deja vu. Um, I 100% believe definitely, hey, deja vu is, you know what you said, It's we have met with somebody in this life, and we got that moment of deja vu, it's like, you were here before, like, we've done, something happened like this, we're meant to cross paths again for this reason, um, so I do believe that it is kind of like that, it's like, oh, you know, that's a part of your past life. Yeah, so which very that well, tells that you, could explain if anybody believes in soulmates, if you believe in, that you've got multiple soulmates in the world. Which seems the most logical, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, maybe, like a, the, you, yeah, so that would explain it because if, you know, if you had a soulmate, that would mean that maybe, logically, 
that in a past life maybe your you two had met up or had something or you know what I mean so yeah whether it be soulmate twin flame whatever you want to call it um it's I definitely believe that so that's letting me know enough right now that okay I've had a lot of deja vu moments so I clearly like to come back if that's the case like let's just say if that is the case that's what that's telling me at least it's like okay and I could see that with myself it's like you know what this is going to be a new game we're starting over uh, but I believe if you are connected spiritually enough you can kind of feel that and sense that and be like okay so I know I'm here again wonder what I fucked up before that I'd like to fix now one, so I think I would come back one of the okay okay you'd come back one of the women that uh, passed away and came back said that she asked the person that she was talking to if she could stay, and they said it wasn't up to them, and then she said that they scoffed, like, <laughs> you never stay, you always choose to go back, is what they said to her. Mm. Just thought that, that was an interesting tidbit. Yeah. It's interesting. It's very interesting. It's a whole new adventure. It is. It is. If you want proof, if you if anybody out there that thinks that I'm full of shit, go watch that episode. Uh, the only verbal proof that I can kind of give you from them is that there was an elderly woman that had passed away, and then she was brought back, and nobody believed her. And she, well, she after she got brought back, she's laying in the hospital bed, and she's telling everybody all this stuff that happened. And they're like, "Oh no, you you had to be dreaming. You know, you were dead. Whatever the case was." But she told them that she could prove it to them if they would go to the roof of the hospital on the far corner there would be a shoe oh. that would be on the roof i thought she was saying she was gonna no no off. no no she told them You'll see me there she told them that whenever she was going up to that plane that she clearly saw an old shoe on top of the building at the far corner of the, the hospital which is this huge uh several story tall hospital and so they went up and checked and found the shoe and there's no way in hell that this lady was up on the roof running around she was dead so so let me hit you with this one more tidbit because I know we got two minutes until we got to get into our next subject um do you think if your body is completely destroyed do you think it's just a vessel to carry the energy, or do you think that somehow disrupts the fact if you can come back or not? I think it's, uh... I think it's just holding stuff. What is that? Um, yeah. Honest opinion. Honest opinion. I think that... If anybody believes in a hell, I think that if there is one, it's what you're living in right now. It's having to deal with the school shootings, it's having to deal with the constant worry of bills, it's having to go hungry, it's the wars. I think that if there is one, it's this, and you're being able to survive this and come out as a decent human, maybe you get the chance to come back or go and just not come back. Um... You heard it here first, people. Wait, we're jarred. Chad, you did what, dude? Literally, what I yeah. was thinking. Yeah, you didn't. You that? didn't tell me. Would you come back or would you stay? Well, 
I don't know. That's a tough. That's really hard. That's a hard decision because it's like if you get all those memories and you're like, oh, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Um. But then there's a part of me that hangs on to certain things, here. And I think I'd come back. I think I would. It's, it's not that bad down here. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's shitty, but. You don't know how you'll come back, though. You don't necessarily know if... That's also true. You know? that's You could come back as a, a, an anal bead. Well, I, I didn't mean like that, but <laughs> you could come back in, that, like, a third-world nah, country, like, growing up in the streets that's true. of, like, the, 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 Venezuela or something. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, See, so, to me, here's, the one thing that stands out to me the most is the, the fact that she said there's an overwhelming sense of joy. That was and the I, most I think, consistent statement. When I think of that, right, when I think of overwhelming sense of joy, I think of times where I've had overwhelming sense of joys, and the decisions for me at that point in time were simple, and they were easy, and I knew what I wanted, and I did what I wanted. So I don't know if I would come back mm. because of that. Because if you know what you want, you know, I mean... Well, We'll never know until we blow our planes out for good. That's true. That's true. We'll, we'll never truly know, but it's fun to ponder. It is fun to ponder, let's, and I, I like pondering. Let's it. make a pact right now. Right now, between it. the three of us. If, by some chance, whoever goes first, we have to give the other two a sign in some way we have to make it real simple give me a sign yeah if there is a plane like that don't give me a sign if we're all just fucking doomed i'll give you a fucking sign either way i'll let you figure out how to take it <laughs> no no that's just no. gonna fuck with no, me i agree I, I i'll agree okay i, I agree Who, whoever goes first we got to try to give each other a sign in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something that only we would truly know, but I don't know how we would know. That's the other thing. Well, mm. It'll be like some uh, Hellraiser shit. She walks in and it rots on the wall in hell. Don't hell. do that. No. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Maybe don't do any of that now. Like uh, we open and close a cabinet like three times or something like that. That's good. That's good. That that'll work. Okay. I can take that. Okay. Let's do that. Three door, three three closed cabins. Said nothing too crazy. I can handle that one. <laughs> I can handle that, but I can't handle. I'm in hell. Help! I can't. No, <laughs> sir. I, I can't. Okay, do so that. three for good. Uh, once for bad. Oh, don't no. Okay. Now wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe. What? Let's let's do four for bad. Okay. And the reason, because, I mean, sometimes my shit just bangs around just to, <laughs> for the hell of it. A, a pot or a pan is like, it's like, oh, God. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll do specifics. So three for good, four for bad. Four for bad. Yeah. Okay. You've heard it here. Out there. You know one of us, when we're old and gray, is going to forget about that. And they're like, which one was it? Was it three for good, four for bad, or which? <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Like, yeah, it's great up here, four knocks. Like, oh. To see your rocket chair freak. Well, if you're remembering all that <laughs> stuff whenever you're up there, then you're definitely going to remember the pact 
It's just going to be up to whoever the hell's old ass is down here to see if they remember the numbers correctly or not. No dementia. Come on. Well, I mean, that's talking about the afterlife, but imagine if you could live forever. Like the man that today is based off of. Oh, Count Dracula himself. Because it is World Dracula Day, everybody. World Dracula Day, which I didn't even know was such a thing, and that actually kind of makes sense. It makes sense because World Dracula Day is now celebrated annually on May 26th, and it was started by a fan group in 2012, and they wanted this holiday to coincide with the release date of Bram Stoker's vampire novel and when it was first published, which was in 1897, on May 26th. Um, So, this day is essentially just to celebrate Dracula and Bram Stoker's Dracula, in which there are some parts uh, of England, specifically in Whitby, England, where they are all dressing up like vampires and celebrating. Nice. Oh, yeah. That definitely sounds like It's pretty cool. Yeah, which... um, I was kind of curious how you even celebrate. I guess you just dress up would be one thing, but... Yeah, I think Jeremy crossed over. Oh, my God, he's already crossing over. (laughs) Uh, But what's recommended to celebrate the World Dracula Day is um, to do little parties that's nothing but Um, vampire-themed. Essentially, it's the same stuff that we heard about for Halfway to Halloween, but you just try to theme everything as to... Um, vampires, which I, I'm gonna say nice. now. I think next year for our World Dracula Day episode, I think we should all three dress up like the Lost Boys and like <laughs> come it. on. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I, like it. Uh, I still believe. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna do the sex? <laughs> no, no, that's. I agree though. Uh, I agree. We should. We should. Oh. Yeah, check out classics like uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, um, Nosferatu, um, the 1931 Dracula. Oh uh, yeah, Interview with the Vampire, Dracula 2000. Get a little uh, moderate with it. <laughs> Just don't go to that 3000 mark. Then you've you've I've ne- I've, you've I've never overshot was... a little bit. You could even when I seen d- that came out. I said nope. You could even dip your toes into Roman Polanski's films, such as <laughs> The Fearless Vampire Killers, or, pardon me, but your teeth are in my neck. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Blade Trinity. <laughs> if we want to go Blade Trinity, I'm pretty sure he faces off against Drick, or Dracula, uh, in that as well. I yeah. could be wrong. You could no, also wrong. go and watch the old Salem's Lot to celebrate World Dracula Day, and it's also preparing you for the release of Salem's Lot, which is going to be coming out because it's being remade. Can't hey, that's true. Um, while we're on the subject, I, I know uh, we, we had talked about we're trying to shift the focus a little, little not all the way away, but just a little bit away from movies. I gotta ask you boys, what is your favorite vampire movie? I'm just genuinely curious. I mean, you know what I'm gonna say. Um, I, I think I know what you. Uh, you could say one or two things, because there's two movies I know that you love. 
And so I put the Lost Boys kind of like as a pedestal on its own. It's like, yes, that is my favorite vampire movie, but it's like, well, without question. But if I had to choose, I mean, that's hands down, that's my favorite vampire movie. But if I had ever had to choose anything else, you can only pick one. Yeah, I mean, if I if I have to only pick one, then it's got to be the Lost Boys. Yeah. Okay. Chad. Okay. Uh, probably Lost Boys. <laughs> I know I love Fright Night, but I gotta go Lost Boys just because it, it is the um, it's the staple. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, I think I know what you might pick. Me? Okay, what is it? There, there's no wrong answer. Right. Uh, I'm gonna say you're you're a Thirty Days a Night guy. Mm. I, I like it. Lost Boys. That, that's a good. I one. like it, but yeah. no. I really like the, the um, old Bram Stoker's Bela Lugosi Dracula. Okay. But okay. <laughs> my two top would be... I mean, and I say two top because we're only supposed to pick one, but I can't decide. That, that's, that's fine. So it's, it's yeah, either yeah. going to be Interview with the Vampire... I say interview yeah. because um, Queen of the Damned, even though it was a fantastic movie, unfortunately, her dying made the ending a rush job, and I feel like that takes away from a lot yeah. of the movie because you get so invested, and you get to the end, and it's like, boom, bam, bam, done. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, it was a big build-up for... And it, they couldn't help it. So, I mean, that's not the fault. No, that's not their fault. Movie yeah. still is good, no matter the rush job. Um, but my other one is going to blow your minds. And I don't want to hear any shit about it, either. I picked this one because of the lore. Because of... I feel like that it stays true to a lot of the original vampire lore. And it is Van Helsing. With yeah. Van Helsing, with Hugh Jackman, with Hugh yeah. Jackman? Okay, I'll take he's, it. He's I'll got take the it. he's got the three really brides. They turn into bats. He's walking upside down. He's an ass kicker. Uh, there's even a werewolf. There's the castle on the hill. There's the villagers. There's the vampire hunter. I mean, it hits every fucking note. It's bam, 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 the bam. Shitty Frankenstein. I'll, I'll uh, take it. Uh, Jerm, you had a second one. What was your second one? I let him do a second one. I gotta give you a second one. Uh, ah, shit. He called me out at the wrong time. Um, I'm sec- sorry. I mean, you, it's you just... You, you had yeah, I mean, because it comes down to quite a so. few. Um, oddly enough, I love the brutality of 30 Days a Night, so I, it was like coming down to that. That in between... Um, Dude, it's just there's just so many. Thirty days and not though, it's there it's is. up there. Um, Stakeland. I know that's not one that a lot of people have heard of. If you haven't, people, I just like because whenever the world was hopped up about zombies, and Justin, you may remember us talking about this as kids. I said, well, why wouldn't there be a vampire apocalypse movie, motherfucker? This here it is, and it is so good because I feel like if vampires could take over the world, I would put that up there. But Daybreakers is another one to argue. Is uh, it yeah. Daybreakers or is it Stakeland where they're farming us? That's Daybreakers. Uh, that's Daybreakers. Okay, so that one was actually really good. It was an interesting new take 
on the classic vampire and on what they would do to us. Um, it has very um, much the same vibes as that book where women take over the world and they just farm in for their uh, seed. Where we're just children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. got very much that vibe. Why would they need us? Why wouldn't they just keep us and you know put blood in us and let us regenerate our blood and then drain us and then not too much so they can keep us and you know. So it just made it was yeah. really it was a neat idea. So yeah. Cool. Hey, Gary Oldman. That's what I was thinking. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, that's probably um, it. Yeah, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Um, Fun fact about that Van Helsing movie, too, directed by the same guy who remade the original uh, Mummy with Brandon Fraser. So. <laughs> That's why I love it, baby. There we go. <laughs> it could have it been better. I love that first Mummy. Uh, I love the first Mummy. Uh, the Wall of Sand is beautiful. Yeah. Best. No, and we mentioned on a past episode, we were talking best remakes of all time. Just real quick, since you bring that up, I don't know how that slipped their mind. That has to be the best remake period if yeah. we're gonna talk about it and compare it to the original you bet your fucking ass it's better yeah yeah it's yeah. good dude it still holds up that's like it still holds the fuck up you know what so. i would put as <laughs> i would say it's not going to be anywhere close to being as good as the mummy but i thought a good and maybe i'm wrong so feel free to correct me but uh, I thought a good remake, I guess, of The Invisible Man was kind of how they touched on the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, Didn't they have The Invisible Man in that? I, I thought you I were going to so. say he was. Kevin Bacon. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, all men. But no, I was thinking about a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There definitely was an Invisible Man in that. That was like one of their main things because they had Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yeah, uh, he was one of them. Yeah, Invisible Man definitely Sean was. Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just a superhero within himself. He played himself. Yeah. Good movie if nobody's Sean seen Connery. it, by the way. Uh, go check out League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But I, I do feel like uh, vampire movies are... There's not enough good ones. There's a billion shitty ones. Mm -hmm. But when you find a good... I, I could probably count the amount of good ones on my fingers, if I'm being honest. And I think you guys could, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I love me some, some good vampire if it's done right. Um, and don't check out that damn Vampire Hunter on Discovery Channel with his movie. Uh, that son of a bitch. Stay away. He had me fooled for a van he, he had us all fooled. He, I was convinced. Uh, vampires in America. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm calling you the <laughs> fuck out. Get that garbage off Discovery no, Plus. He's not even a vampire. Out. No, you don't. You don't fuck check it, it out. He's pretending know. to be a vampire hunter, and he's just a fucking producer is all he is. Yeah, he's a fucking producer who claims that, oh, vampires are real, and I've staked them. He pretend, like, they oh, pretend to go into a crib, and he's got a camera crew. Dude, it's okay, shit. Well, There's coffins everywhere! <laughs> uh, There's a jar of blood. It looks like they've been feasting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not fucking kidding. This is a thing. Uh, you're just going to go watch it now, people. No, I know don't, you. please don't watch <laughs> you're it. Just gonna... In the name of uh, I'm Bram Stoker's Dracula, please don't do that. Uh, 
Yeah, Which, seriously. before we get near wrapping it up, Jeremy, tell me why Bram Stoker did the Dracula book. What inspired it? Because to my knowledge, it's Vlad the Impaler. That is one of the biggest inspirations that is, like, known. It's like people are like, oh, yeah, I was pretty sure. Even he's came out and said it a little bit. Um, there was a story going that he had sworn he'd been visited by a real vampire and was in love with her and she never came back. That one is more no along the lines. Yeah, but, but that's one of those ones that's kind of like, ah, eh, foggy through history. But one big thing that people think is he got it from Irish folklore about a story of cannibals who would drink the blood uh, out of either dead bodies or nearly dead bodies. But another... There's so many different things to it, but another thing is Bram Stoker himself said after eating, um, I guess, a, a meal that he could definitely remember of lobster and corn, uh, he had nightmares about these creatures that were sneaking into his house, sucking his blood. So it was a little bit of a mixture of all those with the one that is uncertain about the lady visiting him. So I wonder why, has anybody, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but has anybody made a movie of that? Mm. Uh, I don't know, just Bram Stoker's movie? That would be kind of cool. I would, I would, TM. <laughs> I don't know if that's like in public domain or I not, mean, but it, if it is. It's interesting because it's not just Bram Stoker having these crazy ass nightmares, which by the way, it, there's a good reason that he probably had those fucked up nightmares because he was running around and he was in a cult with fucking Hitler and they thought that they were descendants of aliens and they were trying to get sucked no, back whoa. up. Shit, are you, are you fucking kidding Bram me? Stoker was no. part of that fucking cult, boys. He was part of that fucking cult. Bram Stoker he, was he in... Was I swear to God, look it up. Fact check me right now. Damn. Bram Stoker... He was he? I don't know if Nazi per se, but he was definitely in that group where they would do spirit boards and automatic writing and... Mm. Mm. Uh, uh, if he's chilling with Hitler, I lost a little bit of respect. It, for this if guy. I'm, if it's not Bram Stoker, then it's Mary Shelley. I don't see anything as far as then again, hopping in Bram Stoker Nazi is probably not no. Uh, up, uh, uh, well, uh, he died in 1912, so that's it. Couldn't have been him. What, what about Mary Shelley? We need to do an episode on her one day, actually. She's wild. She died in 1851, so neither one of them could have been. Hmm, am I really that far off? Somebody on? else. Yeah, he was born in 1847. Houdini? Was it Houdini? Houdini was into some shit. I know Houdini, going back to the afterlife for a split second, asked his wife to perform seances every night um, after he died to make sure that she actually got in contact with him. Maybe it was him. Uh, Abraham Lincoln's wife done the same thing. People thought she was crazy. She said, one day, a man will walk on the moon. His name? Army Neil Strong. No, that's actually from Family Guy. That's what, <laughs> but, no, she was crazy. And done seances trying to, and swore that she contacted, <laughs> swore she contacted the president. But Oh my God. Family Guy, they don't always hit it. But sometimes they do. <laughs> okay, so did, wait, did wait, 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 wait. It's called the Thule, Thule, T 
T-H-U-L-E Society. Ah. I think we're entering the summer adventure a little early. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... It would just have to be. I'd have to find. I'd have to find all the members. It was founded in 1918, so it does not mean that they weren't part of the same group. It could have very damn well uh, been. Wait, 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 wait. Hang wait. on. Did he die in 1918? He died in 1912. So what? Towards the end of his life. Mm. Oh, we gotta find them. I, I swear <laughs> to God that it was somebody that was like that. That was part of. Six years, bitch. Clock's ticking. <laughs> oh, that's. <laughs> Hmm. I've never that I've never heard of that one. That one's a new one on me. Uh, uh, but speaking so of while he's doing some research on that, uh, uh, Indiana Jones Five, uh, the first image of that was released. I know we're talking <laughs> a little bit about adventure. I just wanted to. Oh yeah, well, just want to put that out there. It's all a part of the adventure, and it's all a part of the adventure. He comes across some um, spooky stuff too. Kali Ma. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess. Kali Ma. Don't hold it against me, but I mm. will dive deeper into this fuel society. No, I want to know. I, I, I've never. Can you send a link? I want. I want to look at it too. Uh, I'm very curious. I was gonna say, is this gonna have to? Um, will this have to be another pit stop on the summer? I, the I think this this could very well be a pit stop, and or it, it could be destination one on the summer of adventure. Uh, the, Fuel Society was part of a movement in Germany around the turn of the century. Like other groups, it sought to find ethnic and historical, uh, ethnic and historical identity for Germany, uh, which had only been united in the 1870s. Uh, it had members of the top echelon of the Nazi party, including Rudolf, and I cannot pronounce your last name, sorry, Alfred Rosenberg and Adolf Hitler himself. Um... And one of its members was Dietrich Eckhart. Mm. And to anybody wondering, what is this relevant to Halloween and horror? Hitler was a scary motherfucker. That's how this. Is I was just. This is spawning off of uh, Bram Stoker. It's me. Just well, Bram Stoker. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, we were just trying to figure out. I'm um, completely wrong, and I'm sorry, but uh, we'll dive deeper and find out all of the members. It's okay. All is forgiven. <laughs> well, we are starting to wrap things up, boys. So, without Ladies, further ado, gentlemen. is there anything that you want to take us out on today, guys? I mean, today that we're recording is World Dracula Day, as we just discussed. So, people, you're going to be hearing it tomorrow, Friday. But what better way to start your weekend off with some vampire movies? Get out there. Find you some... Comment on this link. Let us know what your favorite vampire movies are, too. Oh, wait, and Chad, aren't you putting up a, a thing for them to comment on, actually? I sure am. If you guys want some merch, we don't know what it's going to be yet, so don't don't quote me on this, but T-shirts, hats, uh, possibly a plush. We don't know. Let us, but if it's yeah. something, yeah. yeah, let us know. Let, us, let know. us know. Just give me a yes or a We no. want to narrow it's it down to... Key items of merch if we do it so we can give make it quality and so we're not putting out six different things that are cheap, that are shitty. Um, so let us know, like Chad said. And, and we promise these won't be... We're not going to put something out that we don't approve of. <laughs> like, this is something we'll all agree on. It'll be quality. It'll be affordable. It won't be... 
you know, destroying your wallet. So I just want to put that yes. out there too. Um, but other than that, the only thing I have to mention to take us out on is Instagram, where we are most active. Follow us there, Halloween365Podcast. Same exact username for YouTube. Same exact username for Twitter. Uh, Spotify now has our videos. If you don't want to subscribe to YouTube, that's fine. Just watch our videos for the episodes on Spotify now. Uh, Continue with us. We've got two more episodes on the road. And then we're diving into the summer of mystery and adventure. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. That is correct.